Oh, I'm sorry. You caught me eating breakfast. You caught me eating breakfast uh, here in this sunny meadow. Um, just a second. Um. <sighs> okay, sorry. I thought I had like 30 more minutes, but apparently I didn't. Anyway, I'm here to introduce this year Just Another Fanboy classic episode, which... You know, I figured that considering we haven't had one since the end of September, we should just throw one in here now before we get started on a big bunch of exciting Madman episodes. So this week, I'm going to take you back to episode number 33 that was originally published on April 13th, 2007. That's my best guess at this point because I have stopped stating within these episodes when... They were recorded. I know it was a week after the previous episode, episode number 32, and that it released on a Thursday, which if that calendar I found was correct, that should be April 13th. And I have to say that I had a lot of fun listening back to this episode as I was getting it ready. And frankly, I hope you have fun with it too. So yeah, here it is. Uh, I'm going to finish my eggs you're listening to Just Another Fanboy, the podcast that's 75% more absorbent than the leading comic book podcast. Just Another Fanboy is a Lynx Broadcasting production and a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. Just like a comic book! 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 Welcome to episode number 33 of Just Another Fanboy. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm Karen. That's my wife. That's true. How you doing? I'm the Mrs. Fanboy. The Mrs. I'm not doing so good again. Well, you have been feeling sickly. Again with the not feeling well. You've been feeling, well, last week you just were kind of. I was off. Yeah. I felt like I was off. This week you're feeling poorly. Yeah. We debated about whether or not to do this tonight or put it off at night, but. And I said, hey, don't worry about it. We can do it tomorrow night. And you stepped up to the plate. Yeah. You, you're taking one for the, you're taking one for the team. You might hear some tummy grumblings. That'd be sweet. They're pretty loud. The kind that make me go. That's cool. That'd be sweet. That's cool. I want a stethoscope. We'll stick the microphone right that. up against your belly. Yeah, same same concept. That'd be sweet. sometimes, you know, if we're laying on the couch or something and my head's on your belly and I can hear it going bing and, and it sounds like fireworks going off in somebody's tummy. I highly recommend that you take a moment, lay your head on someone's tummy any time of the day. You will hear some very interesting things. Hear the gurgling. Yeah. Lay your ear on somebody's tummy. Especially- and if I had a stethoscope, because some, sometimes I'm like, let me listen to your tummy. <laughs> and you're like, uh, no, because that's just weird. If I had a stethoscope, I could listen to my own tummy whenever I feel like it, because it just sounds like fireworks. It's very cool. Well, a man's tummy is his own personal kingdom. Okay. Well, and a woman's too. No man's tummy is an island. You know, I don't okay. know. I, I've never I understood have no that. To that. I've never understood that phrase. No man is an island. Do you know what that means? Not really. Maybe somebody can explain that to me. I'm sure if we actually thought about it, we could Cause no figure man, it out. No man really is an island because an island is a is like land. Anyway. Yeah, isn't there a song about I am an island though? Yeah. 
There's also I am the walrus. I am an island. <laughs> yeah, that's how it sounds. I am an island. <laughs> I am an island. Isn't that Paul Simon? I don't know. Or Simon and Garfunkel? I don't know. Yeah, I am a rock. I am a rock. I am an island. Yeah. Very good. Go. I right. think they use that in an insurance commercial now. Oh, that's so sad. I don't know. I'm never a big fan of that. No. So I got an announcement to make before we get into the show. Third week in a row. No Norman, Oklahoma. Not so fast there, pony boy. <laughs> it's Norman, Oklahoma, and I'm back, baby. I got something to tell you and your little trophy bride coming in here and trying to break up the band. Well, I'm here, and I'm here to stay. So tune in later, folks, for some little view from Norman, Oklahoma. Yeehaw! No, Norman, Oklahoma. He's No, he's not... He, he was here last night, wasn't he? Right in the fridge. No. I know he was here. No. Yeah, he hasn't wanted to show his face around me what, too much what, since he shot you. <laughs> was he here last? I'm pretty sure he was, unless hmm. he died and his <laughs> ghost is haunting our fridge. That'd be, scary. That'd be great. Well, I'll have to call him. Okay. Give him a ring. So I, uh. Give me a <laughs> ring. I wanted to talk about, um, a little idea for a comic book I had. Okay. Uh, over at the, uh, the, the Geek Speak board, cgspodcast.com slash forum, followed by the number two. They have this little thing going on called, uh, I believe it's the CGS Creative Project or Project Creative or something. Anyway, basically a bunch of the, the, the guys and girls over at the Geek Speak boards have decided to, uh, put together a little anthology comic book. Uh, indie, indie style. Awesome. And are asking people to submit their ideas. You know, if you're a writer and you've got an idea for a, a story, submit your idea and maybe they can. Okay, hook. hold on just a second. Yeah. I may belch too. Oh. Or I don't know. Some people think burp sounds better than belch. Some people mm. think belch sounds. I may go, ugh. <laughs> Cause I just did, but it was silent. I mean, I, I made it that way. Sounded but deadly. But I've been doing a lot of that in the last couple yes, of hours. Yes, you It's actually made me feel and, a little bit better. So maybe if I can do that, that will make me feel all better. And you burp like a man, sister. I can. I like to really say words when I do it. So if I maybe no, some people that just really, some yeah, people that might, as funny as they are and as I'm much a, humor as they like, that's just that's disgusting. Yeah, they just draw the line at at stuff like that. So I'm anyway, gonna, I'm going to turn this off because I can I could maybe get up to the letter. Oh, I don't know how far I could get to the alphabet. Well, but usually, if I feel one coming, I try to think of something clever to say. First, like I, I would do that um, little bit more. <laughs> if I feel one coming on, I'll go be awesome. a little bit more. <laughs> you know, and for some people, you know, who now think, I'm gonna have to do it. So some we'll try to give you a warning in the editing yeah. if that's gonna come. <laughs> and there's some people out there that think that you know the burping is funny. They can sit around with their fellows and burp and laugh, but then a, a, a lady burps and they're like, oh, that's just not right. Yeah, but there are some people that think that's really cool. A chick who burp and do all that stuff. It's the other ladies who don't care for it so much. Jealous. No, it's just uh, a green-eyed monster. It's no, it's just no. some women are classy, <laughs> and around other people, I am. But at home, I can. That's not proper. I can throw it out a little bit. So anyway. Anyway, go ahead. I'm really sorry. So it's okay. So they. Uh, okay, I'm not sorry. <laughs> asking people, you know, if if you're an artist, and artist. but you know you're not a writer and you want to contribute your art. Post. If you're a writer but not an artist and want to contribute your writing, post. If you know how to do letters, if you know how to color, blah, 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 blah. So I posted my little pitch 
and thus far have not have gotten exactly zero responses. And so you have I, not exactly gotten zero responses. Are you going to play grammar police? I didn't, tonight? but I don't know what you're saying. So far, I have gotten exactly zero okay. responses. Well, that's not what you said. That is not what I said. Okay. So <sighs> you're making me feel we like need a, a fool. Script. You're making me feel like a fool. I'm sorry. So anyway, I thought I'd take since you know, hey, I've got this podcast, and and dang it, I've got a mic in front of me, and I can say whatever I want, and it's very empowering. Speak isn't it? my message. I thought I'd uh, throw my idea out there and maybe somebody listening who might not be a member of the boards or who are a member but just haven't gone over there and maybe you're an artist and maybe might want to contribute. So so here it is. It's okay. uh here's here's a little backstory. This is the pitch that I posted. It's going to be called Midlife Crisis: The Date. And if if I ever actually was lucky enough to do a book, the book would be called Midlife Crisis, but the story is called The Date. It's a satirical look at what happens when your average guy uses his newly begotten superpowers in an attempt to reignite the spark of love with his wife. Little backstory, Oliver Kent is an overweight man in his mid-forties. He's slovenly, he's lazy, and he makes just enough money between his two dead-end jobs to put a little food on the table and provide second-hand clothing for his wife, a stay-at-home mom, and his three teenage children. Okay, this sounds really familiar. It's a little in about odd. ten years. Yeah. Are you going to be sloven- slovenly in ten years? I hope not. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Oliver's less than extravagant lifestyle has caused a mild depression to wash over him and take hold of his daily life, losing him the respect of his wife and kids and placing him on the brink of suicide. That is, until the day he's given a mystical ring as a tip while out delivering pizzas in the dead of night. <laughs> That's good. I like that. <laughs> the, the ring allows Oliver to transform into a man of godlike proportions. Now blessed with rock-hard abs, buns of steel, hair like flowing water, and amazing powers of flight and super strength, Oliver takes to the streets as a costume vigilante to right wrongs, met justice, save lives, and most importantly... Regain the love and respect of his wife and kids. Aww. And what I'd like to do, this is part of the pitch, what I'd like to do is an eight to ten page story where Oliver takes his wife, Sue, out on a date. Ooh, oddly <sighs> enough, that's my middle name. Odd. Weird. <laughs> this is Ol- creepy, huh? Oliver <laughs> takes his wife, Sue, out on a date at a nice restaurant. But Oliver goes in his newly acquired superhero body. He's hoping to impress her but doesn't realize that it's him that she loves, not his sexy new physique. She finds this new Oliver quite annoying and wishes that he just stop. But Oliver doesn't, Oliver doesn't see this. He's under the impression that his looks and the fact that he doesn't make much money is what is what has placed the rift between him and his one true love, when it's actually his negative mopey attitude towards his station in life that's been driving her away. Mm. In the midst of the date, a customer at a nearby table, who is actually a super-powered criminal in civilian attire, becomes upset over the quality of his meal and starts wrecking the place. Oliver steps up and saves the day. This is the first time Sue has seen Oliver in action and is filled with conflicting emotions. She wants her husband back, but finds this man of action that her husband has become is starting to fill her with desires toward him that she hasn't felt in a great long while. Yeah. That's pretty good. So that's, that's kind of pretty what I'm going good. For. It's a little idea I've had been. Okay, know, that's more than pretty good. That's really good. Well, thank you. It's been knocking around inside my head for a year or two now. And, um, really? I just, I've always liked the idea of hmm. this guy who's, <clears throat> you know, and, and I do, 
it's it's one of those things where she wants her husband back. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you said that, I was sexy, thinking like sexy, sexy back. back. <laughs> yeah. She wants her husband back. You know. Yeah, those... we can't really. I can't really sing. That's okay. I know it is. Don't patronize me. I'm not patronizing. Well, it sounded a little... okay. Go ahead. <laughs> do what you want to do. It's your show. Whatever. Little bit more. <laughs> a little, little bit more. <laughs> anyway, I just saw. I've I've liked. I like the idea that here's this guy who's. Yeah, somewhat a little like me. Um, and it's all about beauty is in the eye of the holder. Yeah, because you know? personally, I'm not a big fan of the six-pack. I like the snack pack. I'm a fan of the snack pack. I, I got a snack pack. I like the snack pack. You got to have a little snack pack. <laughs> to heck with the six-pack. Give but me yeah, a snack so pack any day, baby. If you, like, if, if you like what you heard and you... I like what I heard. All right. Do you, and can I, you draw? Can't draw. Oh, but if you like, if <laughs> is that a requirement? Well, yeah, I'm looking for an artist. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. well, if you like right. what I'll you let heard, you get to your point already. Jesus. If you like what you heard and consider yourself somewhat of an artist, just uh, send me some samples over at justanotherfanboy@gmail.com. That'd be really cool. Maybe we can get something going. Oh, wouldn't that be amazing? It's not a paying gig. Well. You know, the hope is to either a, you know, because I've sell all, the idea kind of. Well, thing. yeah, and there and there are websites out there that you can go to message boards that are frequented by um, artists and writers. Where if you have an idea, you say, "Hey, I'm looking for a writer," and you've always got the option of hiring a guy to do it. You know, just so you have something that you can take to a comic book publisher and this say, "This sounds really this is, good. This should. This be is done. what I want to do." You know, but I, I don't know. I'm not ready to. Step it up to the. I don't have money to pay an artist. First of all, no. And I, I've, <laughs> I saw this post over. Let's not the, get into what yeah. we don't have money for. I saw this happening over at the Comic Geek Speak boards, and I thought this is a perfect opportunity to kind of get my feet wet, and and you know learn the process, and hopefully there's somebody else out there who can. We draw. need to get some sponsorship on this show already you know, you on know this who, podcast. You know who should sponsor us? Kids, because I really like my kids. You know, <laughs> you know who else? Arby's. Arby's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, it, let's see. Who else can we plug? I really like the leather kids because, and I really want some because I, you know, I'm the worst when it comes to following instructions and directions. Like when it comes to washing things, I'm just always in a hurry. So, you know, I throw my delicates in with the jeans mm -hmm. and I, when my nice new white leather kids get dirty, I throw them in the washing machine. Wow. And you know, what does that do to leather? <laughs> but I'm always it. like, you know, no, it rips it. It kills oh, it. Yeah. yeah it's like, you don't put yeah, in. yeah. But I'm always like, okay, maybe this time it won't. <laughs> Cause every once in a while, I mean, I can throw them in once and they come out great. Throw them in twice. Hey, they're still in great shape. It's that third or fourth time. Maybe get you. Maybe like this now time. they're ruined. And now you're, you're, I, I picture I you standing, clogs. I picture you standing there at the washing machine Holding your dirty leather kids and thinking to yourself, maybe this time, maybe this time, I, oh, I hope. Maybe this time. I hope that they will go through the washing machine. And then this <laughs> little right. fairy princess comes up with the wand uh, and says, and, and so, so we shall. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be awesome. But anyway, yeah, I like kids and I really like my Swiffer <laughs> carpet flick. I'll mention <laughs> that again. You got to get one of these people, especially if you have Berber carpet. Burber. And you have kids. It's this kind of stuff right down here on our floor. Yeah, they can't see that. Well, I'm telling you. Oh. You know. That's called Berber? Like not, yeah, something like that. 
It's just great if you have kids and you have cracker crumbs and stuff all the time. So you don't have to drag out the vacuum every single night. You can Swiffer this. It's not, it, it doesn't have a motor. It's just this little thing with this, these sticky cartridges. They're sticky mm-hmm. on both sides and you just run it over and somehow it flicks it up onto the top side of the sticky as well as the bottom side of the sticky and you pull it out. It's like peeling off a Biore strip from your nose. It's covered in ugh. That's what these things are. You pull it out. It's just covered in all kinds of stuff. Throw it out. Pop in another one. Swiffer a little more. I love my Swiffer carpet flick. Please send me refills, Swiffer people. Can I just say something real quick? And I love my kids. Can I say something real quick? Yeah. Berber. Berber. I like that word. That's my new favorite. It also works really good on my indoor-outdoor carpet in there. The word of the week is Berber. There you go. Okay, what else so, are you talking uh, about? Well, we got some questions the, from the Ask a Fanboys. Remember, we, oh, we, yeah. we whined and moaned last week about no, nobody, nobody asking questions. Nobody wants to questions. know anything from us. Well, MGuy1977 stepped up to the plate over on the boards and right on. sent us a couple questions. Ready? Yeah. My question is, he says, what mega event in comics are you looking forward to most this summer and why? And this is multiple choice. He's oh, got... Oh, good, because I, <laughs> I don't know. DC Countdown, Amazon's Attack, World War Hulk. I had to... I had okay, to, still all Greek to me, gosh yeah, darn it. I, I had to kind of really, you know, I, I always get that World War Hulk, World War Hulk, back in black. Say W.W. Hulk. Okay. That's the Spidey event. And an indie series, mini series you want to support. Or the last choice is something else, none of the above. Hmm. I guess I'll let you answer that, fanboy. I am most looking forward to World War Hulk. Okay. The Hulk, for those not in the know, such as you, for the past year, he has been sent off planet. Okay. A a group of heroes in the Marvel Universe, calling themselves the Illuminati, have decided the best- Fancy schmancy. The Hulk is a menace, and you can't kill him. Yeah. So the best. So they get their big fat brains together and decide, well, let's, we got to do something. Let's send him off planet. And they trick him into space. (laughs) Okay. Because he doesn't seem all that bright. Well, no. So they they trick him into space. Probably. You know, behind this door is is a a rack of lamb. No, that's not a spaceship. It's a rack (laughs) of lamb. Get in the spaceship, Hulk. Get in the ship. And so he gets sucked into a wormhole. Is that or... really what they did? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. But he gets um... he gets sucked in this wormhole and is on this planet for the past year, and and he's going to come back. And he's probably going to be pissed off. He's not going to be happy. Oh, I shouldn't have said the p word. He's going to be angered. He's probably going to be yeah. And any fan all of the of PMSy. <laughs> well, and any fan of the Hulk knows. Pre-monster syndrome. <laughs> the madder the Hulk gets. The bigger badder. The stronger the Hulk gets. And I'm not yeah. talking about smell, though I I bet he stinks. Well, does the Hulk ever... I don't know. Anything I, green. <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> you know, I don't know if he's using the right guard. Okay. But anyway. Okay, so now we get a plug from them, too. Right guard. So right he's, guard. Got, he's got a second. Strong though I am, enough for the Hulk. He does say an indie number five, the fifth choice. But she can use it too. The (laughs) She-Hulk. There you go. go, The She-Hulk. Okay, I'm feeling better now. So, but he does, one of the options is an indie series, miniseries you want to support. And so, 
Madman would would really so yeah I'm gonna change my mind Madman is what I'm looking forward to okay most, now which comes out this week oh. Win- Wednesday baby oh, Wednesday baby of course this won't be out until Thursday so by yeah. the time you hear this Madman should be in the shops the and it, shop and, and it should be sitting Can in a box getting ready to be sent to my place the shop in the box <clears throat> and maybe in the next couple of weeks. We'll talk about that with the guys from Raging Bullets, but we'll talk about that here in a second. Oh, okay. Because he's got a second question. Oh, oh, good. Are you going to see Fantastic Four, the second movie, and Spider-Man 3 in the theaters or oh. wait for DVD? Oh, that's a good question. Fantastic Four, I'll wait for the DVD. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man 3, yeah, I got to see Probably, that one in the theaters. Because yeah. you got to see him swinging around. Oh, when I saw the first screen. one in the theater, I felt like I did when I first saw him on The Electric Company. I was like a little kid again. Yeah. I remember just when you saw the trailers, when the very first one was coming out and he was doing the, where he drops down. Mm-hmm. And you were like, oh my gosh, that's exactly like it was in the comic book. <laughs> that is you, so sweet. Yeah. That is so cool. <laughs> you were just tripping for a long while about that. And you were like, God, I'm glad I don't have any friends around here. That's yeah. my husband. We don't really do movies in the theater. No. Just time and money and, yeah. and that's, somebody to watch the kids. But when it comes to things like this, you know, yeah. you can go. I mean, not yeah. like you can go, but you know. And I'll probably go. I'll probably uh, attend <coughs> Spiders. Bless you. Sorry. <coughs> bless you. Sorry. Gosh, bless me. I'll mm. probably attend Spider-Man 3 with my brother, David. Yeah. Didn't you? You Cabela and the brothers the always went to a. To see Star, all the Star Wars. Yeah, together. that was always pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, you should go do so, that together. Yeah, yeah. Would you say he's Cabela? Cabela on the forums. That's my brother. Yeah, that's good because I was going to get all kinds of uptight when somebody referred to you as being whipped. Until <laughs> I found out it was him, then it was yeah. like, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Because so, I was about to say, <clears throat> I know where you live, and I seen where you sleep, and I swear by all that is holy, your mothers will cry when they see what I've done to you. I yeah, I, I, I think I wet my pants. <laughs> what movie is that from? <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, oh, um, uh, Tommy Boy. Very good. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. And it wouldn't be mothers; it would be mother. <clears throat> yeah. I was gonna put that on as my reply once I found out that it was David, your yeah. brother. But then I thought other people who don't know that that's who he is will think, "Dang, she went all witchy on She's, somebody." <laughs> she is crazy. But I thought he might appreciate that. Yeah. So yeah, you get snippy with me. Get snippy I get snippy with you. Anybody wants to fight one of us, they're going to have to fight us all. That's right. That's from Bonanza. Bonanza. A lot of people Which don't know that. I used to watch but that's the- back when I was working third shift because it was on after Wings. Oh, yeah. So you'd yeah. watch it. I'd fall asleep to it on the couch. Yeah. I'm a big fan of knowing what the original words are to uh, musical mm-hmm. theme songs only because I know a few of them. Like but like that. that one, we got a right to pick a little fight bonanza. If anyone fights any one of us, he's got to fight with me. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, I can't remember the rest of it. But then uh, I also know the um, the monsters. The monsters. Yeah, the, mon- the monsters. A lot of people don't know that one. But it's uh, – shall I board? Should I save that for Halloween? Save that one for okay, Halloween. Okay, let's that do that. We've got a lot Halloween to talk about tonight. Ex- like a lot. Special. So. Yes, we had a, a, a strange phone day. Okay, well, I was going to say something that led into that. Okay, go ahead. I got to find my show notes, so, okay. Oh. <laughs> should, I, should I entertain them? Well. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Oh, hello, okay, my ragtime gal. Well, now that's interesting that you should say that, because <laughs> the theme song to, uh, um, 
Oh, I guess it's the Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. I I guess I know. I think it's that one. That one? That one's like the merry-go-round broke down. Uh, oh, that's so sad. Oh, the merry-go-round broke down. And it made the like, strangest sound. And the lights went low. We clown. both said, oh, and merry-go-round went oom-pa-pa, oom-pa-pa, oom-pa, Somebody hit a clown. Okay. But anyway, leading up to the interesting phone day. Mm-hmm. Today, Simon... Wanted oh, to know boy. what Hawkman's name was. Oh no! Okay, Simon has a real thing. We should probably explain that. This is the, <clears throat> this is definitely an autistic related thing, or kind of his <clears throat> bless you, his obsessive compulsive side. Yeah, and you that's can't... it's my fault because I started to explain <sighs> to him Superman is Clark Kent, Batman is Bruce Wayne. You know, teaching him the, the and he knows most the, of them. <clears throat> yes, but when he doesn't, but he's been told. Yes. He okay. He so let's like let's give the example of back when it was uh the on fire guy. Yes. Okay. Before who is that? The f- human torch. Human torch. Okay. <clears throat> he has. He wanted to know what that guy's name was, and like, let's just say you hadn't told him yet. So I just said, okay, well that's that's I, on. I'm, I'm at work. So. Well, not going to give that much background. Okay. I'm just saying that. At the time, it would appease him if I said, that's on fire guy. Yeah. That's on fire guy because you had never told yes, him. if he doesn't know the name beforehand, he's not right. going to argue with you. So then a few days go by, you tell him that it's the human torch. Mm-hmm. A few days later, he's forgotten. So he asks me and I said, oh, that's on fire guy. And he's like, no, it's not. And I'm like, okay, well, if you know what it is, then I, you tell me. But he couldn't remember. He I knows it's know. not on fire guy. Yeah. But so he, I don't know, doesn't work with him. You cannot no. say, I don't know. Even if you truly, even if, if you, tr- if I'm you like, just buddy, truly don't know. Oh my gosh. We were so into this this afternoon that we were both in tears. I was just, cause he can't let it go. Cause he was watching he Justice League Unlimited season two. Go. <clears throat> it is the only thing he will think about and focus on until he has his answer. Okay. So today. Normally, in the past, what I would do, like you're saying, if you're at work, email me. I would email you in the past, um, in your previous job, I could call you and I'd be like, hey, what's on fire's guy's name? And you'd say, that's the human torch. I'm like, cool, Simon, human torch. And he'd be like, cool, thanks. Okay. Today. No phone. No phone. No phone. I'd like to say there's a really good reason for it, but basically, okay. forgot to pay the bill. Well, uh, yeah. Well, but you did. We, it we, was late. But I mean, that's but we okay. got it, it in. Happens. But we got it in before the the second due date. <laughs> it's one of those things that we just sometimes get a little lazy about, and uh, no dial tone today. I didn't know until I tried to get on the internet, and it was like on its sixth attempt that I'm like, dang! And then I realized. So anyway, no me, no phone, no internet all day long. Had the best day with the kids though. So yeah. that ta- that taught me something about sitting in front of the computer maybe a little bit too much. Yeah. Anywho, so I can't call you. I can't email you. He wants to know Hawkman's name. I cannot find out what Hawkman's name is. And a half an hour later, he and I are just in tears, and I had to go into another room, and he is just starting to throw things. I mean, it gets really ugly when Simon has a meltdown, and by golly, he was having a meltdown. Can I I say something, though? Because yeah, he's a good boy. He is. A, he is he a good is boy. such a good boy. But when he gets worked up by he, he wanted to know Hawkman's name, probably because he was watching the episode of Justice League Unlimited that had Hawkman on it. Yeah. If 
in future, if that happens, mm-hmm. sit down and watch the episode with them. But he doesn't. He wouldn't let me. Like fast oh, forward, yeah. he wouldn't let me. Yeah, that's he wouldn't true. let me go. He like he, he he like no, mommy, no. <laughs> okay, I just nothing. Yeah, I just needed to know, and I knew I knew hot girl's name mm-hmm. because we had just figured that out a couple of weeks ago or whatever. So, and her name is so kind of quirky, but I thought, okay, it's got to be something. Is his name Xavier Simon? Is it you know? It's, <laughs> I don't know. I was coming up with stuff and he was just, so it was tough, tough day. But, but yeah. But you know, the reason why I thought we didn't have phone because last night, I called AT&T and has switched our phone service over in a few days. We will be getting our DSL modem. Yay. 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 So we're going to be blazing through the internet by the end of the day after the modem. It's going to be like, okay, there's no more. Internet to surf. Yeah, I'll have done all I need to do. All right, I'm done. I'm just looking forward to pack, him pack actually, the, the kids being able to play <clears throat> the games and stuff on yeah. like PBS. And there's this one, I'll have to find it again, where uh, celebrities read books, video, it's video, where they sit and they read their favorite books. Oh, well, if books. you can see him, okay. If it was yeah. just audio, oh, no, if it was I just can audio, do that. then exactly, we could make a tape. But, you know, the kids can sit and watch somebody reading a book, and I can sit and watch. They can watch me read a book. I know, but it's cool <laughs> because it's like celebrities, and I'm a celebrity junkie. You are a celebrity so junkie. So that'll be cool for me. I can't wait. Because before, we've never been able to watch it because it would – that, yeah, that's because that, the dial-up. That, or I could hear the audio, but it would freeze yeah. on the picture, or the picture would move and skip, but I wouldn't hear anything. So I'm so excited about that. But speaking of the celebs, you found an interesting article today. Well, first of all, let me get back to saying that it, because I didn't have internet access today, I didn't know who Anna Nicole's baby daddy was oh, until yeah. 6.30 p.m. Central Time on Entertainment Tonight. The rest of the world knew we've been waiting on pins and freaking needles. And I didn't find out till early evening here. So, but yo, way to go, Larry Burkhead. Larry Burkhead. Do right by that baby because yeah, we're cause all going to be watching. And I mean that. You right. do right by that little girl. Do not be a chachi. Don't be a chachi. <laughs> Inside I'm not gonna, joke. Yeah, I'm not going to explain that. We're not going to go into a whole story, but don't, don't be, be a chachi. Cha- don't be a chachi. But yeah, so tonight though, you, you find, you get online after I get home because <clears throat> I spent like 20 minutes because, okay, here's, here's the whole deal. I, oh, had, yeah. I, you know, I get, I get home and you're upset because you can't find your card because you just called our original telephone provider because we were supposed to still be going through them the rest of the week. Right. And since they shut us down, you tried to get online. You tried, tried to, to call, call them, them with pay over the, the cell phone, phone. With, my, with my debit card. Yeah, and you couldn't find the debit Abby's card. cell phone. Which ended up being a good thing because they, right. they wanted like, what, an extra $50? Like $40 to, or $50 yeah, for to turn it back a, on. a reconnect fee. And I just said, well, I'm going to call AT&T and see if they can just hook us up sooner. Yeah, because it was supposed to be a four or five day wait. And so I'm on I'm on the phone with them for like 20 minutes very nice, very good customer service over there at the AT and T. Surprising, coming really, coming that big. from somebody who's got a decade background in customer service. Holla! Very good customer service over there at the AT and T. But she she looks up my account and she's got me on hold. And and every thirty seconds she comes back to tell me I, I'm I'm they still got me on hold. I'm trying to find oh, out. Oh, so that's we, fantastic! Yeah, and you know instead of just listening to music for a twenty skill. minutes, that is so. an intentional. Act on her part. And, and she says, she says, well, the account pro. says that you should be on today. 
Woo-hoo. And I'm like, well, let me go look. And there's there's still no, no dial, dial tone. tone. And she's like, all right, it well. It is horrible to yeah. pick up your phone and there's no dial tone. I swear, like three times today, the kids were running around and fighting and stuff. And I'm like, yo, nobody get hurt because I couldn't call 911 if I wanted to. She had to open up the door Quit and go. Quit jumping off me. the table. No jumping off the bed. No, none of that. No more monkeys. No more trying to play funny stuff, which is their way of acting out the videos on America's Funniest yeah. Videos. Because they think it's funny to fall down. They go, oh, oh Tom Bergeron. <laughs> <laughs> Our kids are insane. <laughs> they are. Okay. But, so anyway, so, you're talking to the very, very, very nice very customer nice lady. service lady. And so when I tell her I don't have a dial tone, she goes to transfer me to their technical support. And as I'm waiting on hold to get transferred to technical support, I just decide I'm going to check again. Dial tone. That beautiful, choir of sound. angels. It was awesome. And so I'm thinking, I'm even more excited now because when I talked to them last night, they said it's going to be about five business days before the switchover Uh takes place. uh uh I'm familiar. Uh Once the Uh switchover takes place and then about three days after that, you'll get your DSL modem in in by UPS. Oh, so now. So now it's three days from today. So instead of midweek next week, maybe by the end of the week, blazing fast internet. So nice for us. Let me explain for those of you that do not have DSL. I've tried to explain this to you and you're just like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't need to know what it means. Turn the, it on. The, the, and it the goes. DSL top speed is about three megabytes per second download Ooh. speed. You know what we got right now with our dial up? No. Two kilobytes a second. Oh. People out there right now are like, how do you even survive? Yeah. You might as well not even have internet. Yeah. Plus, you know, it ties up our phone line. But you know, but what whereas we, now yeah. it's not going to be like that. But you know, really, what everybody we, has everything <clears throat> anymore, and we just have the very low rent, low rent, the and minimal, with, the minimum, minimum. Really, with the exception of trying to upload this podcast, which literally takes about two hours yep. to do. Yep. We don't really do. Home. Yeah, we don't really do a whole lot on the internet. That mm-hmm. just makes us angry that we don't have. You know, because I mean, now we will. It's I'll be able to watch some movie trailers. Yeah. For me, I'm, you know, from the mommy angle. I'm really into watching the movie trailers online, you know. Because even the stuff that they can do, they can't do it too long because it ties up phone line. That's true. So that'll be nice. Yeah. It'll be nice to be able to do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, and I'll be able to maybe spend a little more time, you know, not a little more time, but spend. A little more time. A little more time. A little more time. I'll be able to hang out at at the boards maybe a little bit more because sometimes it's just not worth. When I get home from work. It's just not worth it to log in and try to re- – because when I go you, – you see a so post you want to reply to. Slow. It's like, all right, I want to reply to this, but it's going to take me at least 10 minutes. It's not really worth it. I'm going to go read a comic. Yeah. You know, but now I can reply. Now maybe I can s- devote a little more time to my – Pythonland.com. There's a yeah. plug for you. Pythonland.com. Python. You, Monty Python it's website. It's he all me. It, he runs it. It's we him. can now possibly do some interviews. Yeah. We still haven't heard from any famous people yeah, who like comics because we we'll want to interview you. We'll have to start setting that up. I still yeah. want to talk to Michael Palin. Yeah. Him too. He has nothing to do with comic books, but he's wicked awesome. Yeah, he is wicked awesome. I bet he's a he's a nice guy. You know, we were talking about Hawkman. Yeah. Tell him about Simon and Hawk Girl. Oh, boy. Oh, so My little baby. I've gotten <laughs> – I got season <laughs> – I got season two of Justice League Unlimited on DVD, which everyone should watch. If you're a fan of comics, if you like DC Comics especially, watch Justice League Unlimited. There's two seasons. I have no idea why they didn't go past two seasons because it is an it's an awesome show. But 
Simon loves it especially because it has so many DC heroes in it. Yeah. But his favorite, of course, is Hawk Girl. Hawk Girl. And I think it's season one of the DVD when you go, when you choose the option to see the list of episodes. Mm -hmm. The background of that screen is a picture of Hot Girl. Yeah. Was this yesterday? I think it was yesterday. We're all just kind of, yeah, because my brother was here. David was here visiting. That's right. And Cabela, shout out, holla. Holla. And Simon just kind of gets up. Because it had been sitting on yeah, the it menu. Because he had episode. watched all the episodes. And yeah. so it and defaults. And we're all in one room. Yeah. And he, the, his, their little TV is in you know the adjacent room. And it defaults back it just, yeah. to that menu screen with her on it. And he just kind of gets blue. up off of the couch. He's, I think he was sitting here drawing on his magnet doodle. And he just kind of looks over at the TV in the other room, gets up, walks over there, walks to the screen, and kisses Hot Girl. He kisses Hot Girl on TV. That's my boy. My boy is becoming a man. He is only he has four and a man. half years old. I know. But he's this always is- had an, an, you know, an affection for, for the female ha- characters, though. Yeah, because he loves his mommy. Yeah, I mean, we, we noticed it. With Madagascar straight off because oh, his yeah. favorite character oh, from Madagascar that's right. he was the hippo. Gloria. Gloria was his Gloria. favorite. And then when we went to see Ice Age 2 in the theater, Ellie. he liked Ellie was his favorite. Yeah. So he's he's always had an affinity for the, the females. Yeah. And well, he's just been like that since he's, you he know, we'd go to the more. grocery store when he was one. Yeah. And he'd ignore, every, he, uh, you know, he he'd, he'd ignore people. But a, a girl, I don't care how old, you know, mm-hmm. from a grandma to teenage he'd just be showing off for him yeah he likes the ladies he's a sweetheart so that's my so he boy he loves hot girl he kisses yeah. and he'll say that all the time i love hot girl. i love hot girl I love, and you know and you have to realize simon's four and a half but in a lot of ways he's more like a year behind so it's kind of like so imagine a three and a half year old going i love hot girl <laughs> yeah. you know it's very sweet and innocent it's not like a you know so i i hope everybody had a and innocent yeah. i hope everybody had a good easter Happy Easter, if you're into that thing. We had a very tiring, yet good Easter. A lot of traveling. And yes, we had to start out at my parents and then drive to your parents and then Drive home, home and, and unload unload the van from giant stuffed bunnies. Oh, they each, each <laughs> of the three kids. You gotta love the grandparents. You know, because we don't, I've noticed we don't really talk about our other two. You know, we talk about Simon well, all the time. He, I know. Rana, who's. Protecting the innocence of my daughters. Yes. Rana, who's just turned three. They just don't three. do as many interesting things. No. <laughs> But they're very sweet. Yeah. Rana's cutie. Yeah. And then Palin, Palin, of course. She's baby. Well, that's something else with Simon. Simon, I guess, has just recently realized that that Palin is named after Michael Palin. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, we would watch anybody who has the the Holy Grail special edition DVD on the second disc is a uh, uh, the special features. There's a thing on there on, on how to properly use a coconut. And it's got Michael <laughs> Palin. Man. And he, he cuts the coconut in half and he clops it together and becomes a horse. And Simon just loved watching that. He was the silly man. The silly you know, man. before he knew him as Michael Palin, he was a silly man. Yeah. And just the other day, just out of the blue – he points at Palin and he says, Michael Palin. Mm-hmm. And I said, that's right. And then he kind of looks at her again and he goes, what, the, what's the man, what's the man's name? What, what the man name? Cause he's, you know, yeah. what, what the man he name? He didn't say Michael Palin. He said Palin. Yes. And then he said, what the man name? What man name? And I said, Michael Palin. And he goes, yeah, like the coconuts. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he's a smart boy. Uh, he's he's very clever. Boy. All right. He's very so. And now, a nonsensical interlude by Gary Indiana. Wheelbarrow. Shovel. Rake. Hoe. See the lint upon my big toe.
Pudding. Cabbage. Broken heart. Excuse me, please. I have to fuck. Oh, come on, Gary. You are so above that. Sorry. Anything else we want to cover in our little host chat Well, uh, what I found online as soon as I could get on today. And that's kind of, this is kind of comic book related. Yeah, it is because, well, I was just logging off and my eyes caught, you know, I'd already clicked the X to to close down and I saw just as it, before it shut down, uh, a little headline that said something about Spider-Man. Spider-Man three star. Spider-Man, well, just said Spider-Man star makes confession. Yeah. Startling confession. It went away and I had to log right back on and find out. I needed to have something interesting to share tonight. So it took a while to dial up. But anyway, what it's, I don't want to read that one first. Um, I'll read the, the second one first, which was, an interview or uh, it was on people online, people.com and which I read every day because I didn't get the magazine anymore, which we'll talk about later in regard to something that someone said. Yes. Okay. Um, on listener feedback. Okay. So Toby McGuire says fatherhood is fantastic. Fantastic. Toby McGuire may play a crime fighting web slinger in the Spider-Man movies, but in real life, his greatest thrill comes from being a dad. Can relate. You gotta love it. When she smiles, it's the most fantastic thing ever. And then it's a lot of blah, 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 blah. He's only 31. He's a youngin'. He looks so much younger than that. He just has a baby face. He's so cute. Okay. So, da-da-da-da. So, last paragraph in here Mm -hmm. when he's talking about uh, different things. He also tells Men's Journal he began attending Alcoholics Anonymous meetings at age 19. I have an addictive nature, he says, an obsessive-compulsive nature. Well, I don't know that's what what it is clinically. But I go to addict, I have a smudge on my glasses, addictive extremes. And before I got sober, that became routine. So you've got this guy saying that that's part of his past and that's part of his nature, um, but how he's overcome it. So anyway, the Spider-Man star startling confession that I originally saw, uh, Hollywood film star Kirsten Dunst is a fan of marijuana and believes the world would be a better place if everyone smoked weed. Yeah. The Spider-Man 3 star admits to smoking marijuana and trying other drugs. Dunst 24 says, I drink moderately. I've tried drugs. I do like weed. I have a different outlook on marijuana than America does. My best friend, Sasha's dad, was Carl Sagan. Okay. I don't remember reading that part. He was the biggest pot smoker in the world, and he was a genius. Carl Sagan was a pot smoker? Okay. The astronomer. I've never been a major smoker, but I think America's view on weed is ridiculous. I mean, are you kidding me? If everyone smoked weed, the world would be a better place. It would be a slower place. I'm not, I'm not talking about being stoned all day, though. I think if it's not used properly, it can hamper your creativity and close up. Close you up inside. So I'm just thinking two stars of a Spider-Man movie, completely opposite views apparently on things. And I'm thinking maybe she wouldn't see the world as such a bad place to begin with if she wasn't all hopped up all the time. You know, I'm just saying. Well, so- if everyone smoked weed, the world would be a better place. Hey, maybe, flip side, if everyone didn't smoke weed and looked at life through clear eyes... Maybe the world would be a better place. I'm not trying to start a controversy here. I know how a lot of people think, but I'm just saying the world seems so messed up to you. Well, Why instead of trying to change everybody else's opinion and say, if everybody smoked weed, how about you give up what you do and see how that changes your outlook? And I can That's say, what I'm saying. I, I will say from experience, I've had my experiences in that area. It just makes me sleepy. 
And From what I recall, it just made me sleepy. It's not worth if, it. If I guarantee you, if America, if all of America decided, hey, let's all start smoking the pot, they would lower the minimum, the, the maximum miles per hour on all the highways to about 35 miles an hour. And nobody would care. That's right. That's cool. Like, like, right. That's cool. Whatever. Whatever. So I just thought that was an interesting bit of uh, fanboyish related. And it's kind it's, it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of weird to hear that, especially after watching Jumanji yesterday with little young Kirsten Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. And thinking, oh, yeah, whatever. Is over. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, should we listen to a thirty-one-year-old hey. father who adores life because? Of the innocence of his child or, you know, 24-year-old who's been in Hollywood most of her life and maybe her vision of things is a little skewed. And I'm not going to knock you if you want to indulge, but just, no. just not be a chachi. Don't be a chachi <laughs> again. <laughs> All right. So okay. anything else we want to talk about before we get into the news? Let's get into some news. Let's get All into right, the show so show. News and information you could have easily gotten for yourself. Can I with do it? Ju- oh, yeah, go man. ahead. Go ahead. No, do it. I don't want to. You're all over You ruined it for me. It's all yours, baby. I don't have a burp in me or I would. (laughs) Just a little effort. Just a little effort. (laughs) If you read the DC Nation column at the back of all DC books produced, you'll know that Gail Simone is leaving Birds of Prey for an undisclosed title and will be replaced by newly exclusive DC writer Sean McKeever. Birds of Prey fans worldwide are in mourning. I never read The Birds of Prey, but I do like Gail Simone. So I'm really hoping with a rumor out that with Green Arrow coming to an end, uh, that there is going to be a rumored new Green Arrow book, Green Arrow Black Canary, because they're going to get married, apparently. With the super strength uh, fishnet stockings that never run, no matter how hard she fights in a battle. I, I think they're made of steel. Well, that would not That would really... be uncomfortable. I bet those would chain. That'd be like chain. Yeah. What do they call that? Not chain, chain mail. mail. Chain mail. Well, okay. kind of chain fishnet. I don't know. Chain fishnet stockings. I don't uh, think she, you know. I, I want to see her run in those hoes. Hey, uh, artists of. Uh, just, do, just, just a little run. Yeah. Now and then. Ed Make Benes, it real. Ed Benning's, you listening? To be real. Uh, but she, I, I did read in an interview somewhere that she said that that ultimately uh, it, she hadn't come to a point in the book where she thought, okay, I can't think of any more stories. I need to get out while the getting's good, you know, get go out on top like like uh, Seinfeld. But she was offered the opportunity to write this other book. She called it her dream project with the dream creative team. I'm hoping it's Green Arrow and Black Canary because she has yeah. history with Black Canary with Birds of Prey, and that would be awesome. awesome. Okay, the next one we got. Marvel is pleased to announce that Fantastic Four number 544, the first issue to feature the new team lineup, has sold out at Diamond. In the aftermath of Civil War, Marvel's first family must reevaluate their place in life, leaving the team without Mr. Fantastic and Invisible Woman, filling the roles with Black Panther and Storm. They're just selling out books left and right. Yeah, Joe Quesada is just totally ruining Marvel Comics. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge. I'm not. A, I don't want anybody to think that I'm one of these Joe Quesada supporters. That I'm behind him on every decision that he's making. No matter making. what, no matter how good or bad. Yeah, but it it just seems like whenever something dumb comes up in Marvel, like whenever you know 
I don't know. People always want to blame Joe. Like he's just this, the downfall of comics and he has brought so many good things to comics that it's just sad. Only look at the bad things that you do. All right. On June, you might find this one kind of interesting. You think? On June 26th, Villard Books will publish postcards, true stories that never happened. Oh, we're on the next page. Yes. Okay. On June 26th, (laughs) Villard Books will publish postcards, true stories that never happened. A collection of of uh, a collection of stories inspired by editor Jason Rodriguez used antique postcards. The book features tales of romance, adventure, hardship, and mystery from over thirty creators, including Harvey Picar, Phil Hester, Tom Bayland, Michael Gados, Anthony Johnston, and Matt Kint. The team behind Postcards is offering you an opportunity to win a page from Stuart Moore and Michael Gato's Tic Tac Bang Bang, mm. neatly framed and delivered to your door. This wonderful work of original art from the illustrator of Marvel's Alias and The Pulse can be the centerpiece of your collection if you tell us a good story first. Ooh, so basically, the they've given us this little, this little background thing. On September 27th, 1909, Charlie Frost of Mandel, Ohio, sent a postcard to Mrs. Eva Billman of Muskegon. Muskegon, Muskegon. Muskegon County, Ohio. Charlie wrote, Dear friend, where did mother go when she left your place? We have not heard from her for over three weeks, and we did not know where to write to. We thought likely you would know, Charlie Frost. Do you know where Charlie's mother went? If so, tell the postcards team in 100 words or less before April 18th by sending an email to Charlie at, and I'm going to just spell this, E-X-I-M-I-O-U-S. P-R-E-S-S dot com. Jason Rodriguez and his right-hand man, assistant editor James W. Powell, will pick the best of the bunch and send the entrant his or her well-deserved page. So basically, it sounds kind of interesting interesting, because it's a book where this guy apparently has come across just a stack of antique postcards. Yeah. And reading through them, he's like, these... Sound very yeah, and yeah. he just his, they're just writing stories based on these postcards. I think that's, that's very cool, you know. And it's a comic book. People can get so clever and creative sometimes. Okay, DC Comics makes fifty two finale a forty eight page issue at no extra cost. On May second, DC Comics landmark series fifty two comes to its incredible end with week fifty two, a finale no one will want to miss. Now DC announces that this historic issue will run 48 pages with a 40-page story at no extra cost. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's so worth it. Little movie news. George Lucas talked about the new Indiana Jones movie in a recent USA Today interview, and the subject of age came up. Just how is 64-year-old Harrison Ford going to tackle the physically demanding job of playing Indy this time around? Hello, stunt doubles. Yeah, well, there's a there's a quote by uh by old George here. I'm gonna try to use my best George Lucas voice. Okay. He's not running in any of the movies. He's either on a horse or <laughs> driving a car or motorcycle, and he'll play his age in the movie with what's appropriate. The chases are more suspenseful than speedy, like the rolling ball in the first film. It's not that he's running that fast; it's that there's a giant ball coming at him. That was really very <laughs> I <think> bad. I- <laughs> I don't know. I think George Lucas has been listening to Kirsten Dunst. I mean, th- listen, listen to this first line. When, when they ask him how 64-year-old Harrison Ford is going to handle this physically demanding role, he's not running in any of the movies. He's either on a horse or driving a car or motorcycle. 
Because the official title to the flick has yet to be released and will remain a deep, deep dark deep secret. dark secret. A deep dark secret until the first trailer hits theaters sometime around Thanksgiving. Boy, boy, boy. So what's going on with the possible Spider-Man Four <laughs> flick? And will Tobey Maguire, Kirsten Dunst, and director Sam Raimi okay. return? It's all right. Everybody bloops. Yes. Well, the general consensus has a big fat maybe. Maybe. As quoted in a recent interview with Sci-Fi Wire, Tobey Maguire <laughs> talked about the possibility of coming back. And now I'm going to try my. Sorry. I'm going to try my Tobey Maguire impersonation. It doesn't sound just it's like you're It all depends on if there's a story worth telling. <laughs> I feel very proud of the three movies that we've made. I feel like the stories all deserve to be told. And you know, if they come up with a good movie and the whole team wants to get back together and we feel like we can make a good movie, that's worth making, then I'm up for it. No. Okay, whatever. Yeah, so basically... (laughs) That was just good stuff right there, babe. Basically, every (laughs) month, they come out and say they're... The uh, Toby Maguire, Kirsten Dunst, and Sam Raimi are not going to do a fourth Spider-Man. They're not all going to sit around and then a month and get later, high. <laughs> And a month later, it's like, eh, maybe. <laughs> we might think about it. Hey, what do you get So, yeah. Worst character ever. That was your news and information you could have easily gotten for yourself. With just a little effort. Awesome. So, that brings us to my comic book picks of the week. This week, I've got two books for you again. Action Comics number 847 from DC and Daredevil number 95 from Marvel. Good. You're going back to the one from each. I'm trying. That's good. I think you should do that. And it just depends on what comes out. Okay. So, we'll start with Action Comics number 847. This this uh, issue was entitled Intermezzo, written by Dwayne McDuffie, art and color by Renato Guaydes. Travis Lanham is the letterer, Nachi Castro is the associate editor, and Matt Idelson is the editor. Now, this issue is what we call a fill-in issue. Okay. Basically, your regular creative like team. Soy? No. It's a filler? Not kind, I guess. If okay. Want to use a food reference. Sure. Which I always do. Basically, we're right in the middle of a story arc by regular creative team, which is uh, Jeff Johns and Richard Donner uh, writing it, and... Uh, one of those crazy Kubert brothers, but they couldn't get the next couple of issues out on time. And normally what they do in those situations, so they don't have to delay the book by two or three months, they do some fill-in issues. Mm-hmm. And this is a fill-in issue. And sometimes fill-in issues can be very, very bad. I can imagine that. Sometimes fill-in issues can be very, very good. Surprisingly good, probably. This was a good one. Good. This was... Yes. um. <laughs> Yeah, next, okay. I liked I, it. <laughs> I liked it a lot. The paper it was, was good. The paper was of good quality, and 
it had nice pictures. So I liked it. Hello, cat. It was the cat, if you didn't hear. So anyway, um, this basically what you've got here is Jonathan and Martha Kent uh, up in the middle of the night. Jonathan is trying to make himself a cup of coffee. It's a very you, – you, you can go ahead and let the cat upstairs. I'm, I'm going to go get I – I think her food dish is probably empty. Okay, so you, you go, go do ahead that. and I – So this has got a – Jonathan has uh, – is has woken, woken, waken, whatever. He's caused his wife to wake up in the middle of the night because he's trying to make a cup of coffee. And it's kind of a cute little scene because he can't figure out how to use this new coffee maker that Lois has given them. Uh, but the thing is, he's not supposed to be drinking coffee because of his heart condition. He's not supposed to have caffeine. But he's kind of worried because of what's kind of going on in the Superman universe right now. What with all the Kryptonians coming down and acting all crazy and, you know, throwing their thing down and saying, yo, soups, and being all tough and all that. But, uh. Martha at one point is brought to tears because she is so worried for her little boy, Clark, because she has never seen him face these kind of odds with the exception of probably dying, you know, when he fought Doomsday. So she's she's very upset. She's very worried. And so Jonathan tells her a little story to try to prove that Clark has handled very tough times before and has come out smiling. So he tells her this little story about the day that Clark a parent was going to take him fishing, but they were playing a little trick on Marsha. Marsha, 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 Marsha. They're playing a little trick on Martha because they weren't going fishing. Um, Jonathan wanted to see what it was like out in space. So they, they get into a little rocket ship and they fly out into space and there's some big, weird, crazy space anomaly. Of Ooh, which good word. Yeah, well, it's the the type of which you really only ever see in a Star Trek The Next Generation uh, episode. But, you know, Superman goes out there and fights the bad guy and and wins and overcomes the odds and, and you know, steps up to the plate and, and all those analogies. And, uh, and yet they still have time to get back to Earth and catch a bunch of fish so they can go back and tell Martha that, you know, they were actually fishing because here's the fish. They're and, a very honest family. And so... So, yeah. So he finally reveals to Martha, we weren't actually fishing. This is what happened. And, oh. and I'm telling you this because hopefully it'll make you feel better about what's happening with Clark now. And, and uh, yeah, and then she makes him a cup of hot cocoa and they go to bed. Yeah. It was a nice, it was a nice little issue. The art was really great. Uh, I've never heard of this. So dude. this is just a beginning and end kind yes. of comic book. So right. I could pick, I could read you, this. You could read this. We'll set that one aside. You, okay, keep it out of the water it. ring on the coffee table. Okay, so we'll put that one aside for you to read later. But yeah, it's really good. I've been having mixed feelings about the um, action comics lately. So I don't know. I'll try to stick with it for a little bit longer. Is that something we need to talk about? I don't know. What do you mean? Mixed feelings about the... I don't, know if, I don't know if I'm enjoying it. Huh? All the superhero stuff? Well, the book itself. What book? Action Comics. Oh, that's a particular book. Yes. I thought you meant like that. No, not as a, Action as a, Comics as a, as a, as a genre. Uh, no. Okay. No. Genre is a good word. I was going for like adjective, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know nothing. <laughs> Next up. I'm such a chachi. <laughs> you are such. Don't be a chachi. Okay. People are going to be using that now and have no idea what it means. That's okay. Next up. You don't up, need to know what it means. That's right. You know just, what it means. And we're not talking chachi from Happy Days. Next That's up, right, we no. have uh, Daredevil number 95. He was, cool. he was. He's such cute. What did he used to say? Oh, or, 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 or
He got a bandana. Wah, wah, wah. wah, wah. Yeah, he's cool. <laughs> <laughs> he was 50s cool. I guess. Move along, a, move a, along, my brother friend. In a 70s kind of way. Next up for Marvel Comics, we have Daredevil, The Man Without Fear, number 95. This is part one of five of To the Devil His Due. If you have been thinking of jumping on to Daredevil, this is the time to do it. Ed Brubaker is the writer, and he is the man. Ed Brubaker. He's the man. Mooches, smooches for Ed Brubaker. Okay. Michael Larkin <laughs> and uh, Stefano Guidano are the artists. Matt Hollingsworth is the colorist. Uh, virtual calligraphies, Chris Eliopoulos is the letterer. And Marco, yeah, I'm not even going to try that. Cover artist, don't think so. <laughs> Did you, okay, yeah. I'm it could be that. anything. Okay, it so could, it could be anything. It could be I don't anything. Know what that means, I don't know what that but means. But I mean either. it could be pronounced any anyway, and I don't think people would mind if you screw it up. But. This this issue really really tackles why I am enjoying Daredevil. Because there really in all honestly, there's not a lot of Daredevil in the book itself. Um Melvin is that his name? Melvin Potter, who uh I don't know. Used, Is used that to, his used name? Used to be a, uh, <laughs> a, a, a costume Are you criminal. <laughs> He's in Rikers Island Prison, and the issue starts out with him being, uh, I guess, that was a Steel Magnolias reference, yeah. by the way, to all you guys. You chicks will get it. Are He's, you high, Clary? <laughs> <laughs> He's being arrested in prison uh, because he's in the wood shop, surrounded by a couple of dead bodies, and he is saying that he did not do it. He just kind of showed up and here's his dead body. I didn't do it. He didn't do it. It wasn't me. In the meantime, Daredevil is doing his thing, flipping about, jumping from rooftop to rooftop. Uh, There's some kind of crime spree going on that he's trying to put a stop to. Uh, But then when his night is over, he is um, confronted with the fact that his old friend Melvin is is in some, some, some trouble. Trouble. And his law firm decides to. Capital T. Yes. And that rhymes with P and that stands for pool. I have no idea what that means. His law firm <laughs> decides to take his case, and uh, yeah, I, keep, I distract you. I apologize. You During this portion, I should just zip it. Well, I don't. I don't. No, I'm done. I don't. No, pre- I don't. No. Stop. I don't prepare for the reviews very well, and I try to do it all off the top of my head. But um, ultimately, what you've got here is a mixture of action, suspense. A little law and order vibe going here with the lawyers interviewing the suspect and taking the case. And and uh, Matt Murdock, who's the daredevil, has this uh, ability to uh, listen to someone's heartbeat and tell if they're lying or not. And I'm not going to spoil it for you, but in typical Brubaker fashion, and there's that really bad Old Spice ad again, there's a little twist at the end. I'm probably really not doing this issue justice. But Daredevil is my pick of the week. That I'm not doing a good job with the reviews. I need to prepare more. I think the guys from Raging Bullets listen to my reviews and go, I don't know if we really want to come on with this guy and talk Madman because he's quit acting like you're not going to talk. <laughs> She's over here just going, I'm not going to talk to you because this is a really boring segment of the show now. Everybody's going, get on with it already. Say something. Say okay. Okay. <laughs> Daredevil, 95. 
If you want to jump onto Daredevil, this is a perfect spot to do it. It is a great, it is an awesome book. It's one of my favorites. It's one I look forward to every single month. If you've agreed with any of my picks thus far and you're not reading the Daredevil, then you should know to pick up Daredevil. Pick it up or I will come to your house and I will stick my finger in your nose. That's all I'm going to say. Those are my comic book picks of the week. All right. Okay. We're past that. You okay. can talk now. Oh my gosh, you have no idea how hard that was. <laughs> I've taken the gag out of her mouth. Hey. Taking the so, ring out of your nose. Okay. <laughs> should we do a little listener's feedback? Uh, yeah. All right, listener's feedback. First up, uh, we've got three posts from the board to read, as well as a voicemail. A voicemail. A, a voicemail. voicemail. We were very excited about the voicemail. But let's do, uh, let's do something from the board real quick. Again, this comes from the Just Another Fanboy Forum, hosted at the CGS Podcast Forum. That's cgspodcast.com slash forum, mm-hmm, followed mm-hmm. by the number two. Uh-huh, uh-huh. This comes from regular listener DaFixer3000. I think I'm feeling a little better. Good. I you know so. how it is when you really don't feel good for a while? Yeah. And then you start to feel better? You feel so you feel, much better you that fantastic. you feel like you're alive again. You feel fabulous. I feel fabulous. I feel fabulous. I, no, it's marvelous. Marvelous. Mm-hmm. I, say, I look marvelous. I say fabulous because I think fabulous sounds Fabulous better. is cool. So DeFixer3000 says, dang it. Dang it. I commented on most shows last week and totally forgot you guys. Oh. He's fired. Burn. He's fired. Ouch. Much apologies. I forgot you guys. He continues with much apologies. Okay, he's hired. That's okay. So I'm going to make it up here since I just listened to the podcast, which he's commenting on episode 32. If you have not listened, go back. 32. First off, thanks for the shout out. And sir, you are much mistaken. You are one of the inspirations behind my starting my own podcast. Because you said if, it, yeah, it wouldn't I, be. Yeah, and if, I said, oh, I am. If if you read between the lines, what that means is, if this guy can do it, I can do it. Pretty much. The wife, that would be you. That would be moi. Was my inspiration for asking my own wife to join mine. Oh. The frying pan wounds just healed from that one. <laughs> Now I have to say it. He's going to refer mm-hmm, mm-hmm. my comment about loving the Judge Dredd movie. I am so into that uh-huh, uh-huh, tonight. Judge Dredd? Okay. If you say if so. If you say so. Come on, it was awesome. By the by, I live in New York, and now I wish I had taken vacation for Comic Week instead of the Philadelphia cons. At least I live here. I'll sneak out when I can. Cool. Spider-Man. I would be anxious to get some direct feedback from somebody who's been there. Maybe some pictures or something. Now, he lists his top ten movies, but I'm going to skip over that because we're going to talk about everybody's top ten movies in episode 35. Okay. So we're going to skip that. Shaboinga. But you can do it on the forum if you want to. That's right. It's available. But he continues, I'm going to say it again. I think there are books the wife would enjoy. Bone is an awesome pick. I've enjoyed it. I say if she gives it a try, I will send it myself. And I, I love free stuff. picking one the wife likes, even though she hates comics. Oh, okay. So again, like he- his wife likes. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Again, he recommends Fallen Angel, mm-hmm. which I've never read. Fables, which I found they do have at the library. I just need to go get oh, one. Okay. That's a doable one then. Why the Last Man- I would love, he says, I would love a non-fangirl's opinion on this book. I guess that's so, a, And I think they have that one at the then. library itself. Runaways, 
which they also have at the library, and Powers. Okay, that's an iffy one, but it's still a great cop comic. It can be kind of risque. Okay. That one, from what I understand. The Cat was a great addition. Yeah, again tonight. Yeah. But they step on your lines and hog the mic, so tell him slash her to start his own podcast. That would be a her, and she's yeah. like 14, 15 years old, and she's still hanging on. <laughs> I, sh- <clears throat> I showed the kids that double page spread from Justice Society number yeah. four and ended up spending an hour with who's this and who's that. Been there, done that. I would have realized I was a geek from the fact I knew everyone, but I already knew I was a geek. So now it's just a calm sense of realization. Re- Re-realization. Yeah, I love that. Please post pictures of the Kansas City con. That would be cool. I actually found the swag from my very first con, the 1975 comic art convention at the Hotel Commodore in New York City. (laughs) He's one of my elders. (laughs) Just like me. I'll never tell. I'm going to to post it when I finish the tons of work to put the rest of the pieces on the website. Waiting for your wife's book, Married to a Fanboy. That's something I'll have to think about. I think all fanboys' wives can relate to being non-fangirls. It's both, wor- it's both worse and better than being a sports widow, depending on how you look at it. I so, tell you what, it is so much better yeah. than being a sports widow. I can tell you from experience, it is so much better. Hey, continue. I love you so much. <laughs> I love you too, Thank honey. you for my life. Dream I weaver. love my life. <laughs> you know how to get he continues, most excellent show. All hail to the silliness. You'll, fi- you'll find a path to the silliness while keeping the new format. Just remember, must have balance. Okay, grasshopper. I'm always listening because I always look forward to it. And yes, I hear your ending. It's so cute. Isn't it cute? I love so cute. cute. I love cute. I even have a Pikachu hand puppet. Pikachu. Me and the kids have Pokemon fights. They Pikachu. have a Charmander and a Squirtle. 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 I don't well, know. Well, he put it with a P, but I thought it was Squirtle. I don't Maybe know. it's Spurtle. What do I know? Can't understand what they say anyway. But that's DeFixer3000. Hello. I and love that guy, man. Yeah. I love that guy. Yeah. He's a good guy. Keep it coming. All right. Here's another post from Jay Cargith. Another fantastic show, also in reference to episode 32. Awesome. Another fantastic show. Took a Friday night to treat myself to the whole episode. As always, the highlights for me is the family stuff. It's Got just so common. The wife was in the room sorting out Easter stuff and would perk up at the same time as me at all the Simon stories. Let's see. I like the movie list, and I can't recommend American Splendor enough. I just find the main character to be universal. In other words, just a big mess. I am thinking, I'm trying to think of another movie along the same line that skews just out of the mainstream. It's just not coming to mind at all right now. I agreed with you on every point of Spider-Man number 539. Garney just upped his game. And the fists are going to fly, but am I just imagining those JRJR pages? It's a John Romita Jr. Okay. With Spidey beating down various thugs, and I would like to see with, I would like to see that with all the people he goes through. Here I am to looking get over to your shoulder. I'm like, I'm gonna, yeah. and You've I've got, got my your own, own woman. I just need to catch it. Catch it. Oh, I'm by the sure. way, Straczynski said they have fixed the Aunt May continuity error for subsequent issues. Oh yeah. You know, if they hadn't said it was her maiden name. If it had just been an alias, I would have been I would have been fine. Mm-hmm. It fits Pete's neurotic side to give his whole family other aliases. I have to get into Ultimate Spidey, maybe after Bagley leaves. Nothing against him, but I could just see it being a good jumping on point. Hope you have a good Easter holiday, enjoy yourself, and like those eggs. Like some eggs. Yeah. He does say uh in the vein of the fixer's post, because he's referring to the one we just read. Mm-hmm. 
What about Peter David's Supergirl? I have not read it, but I hear good things. Great recommend with Fallen Angel, by the way. Trade just came out from IDW, and the whole thing is just fantastic. And the painted pages really add something. Fixer, what is your podcast? Well, I will tell you what The Fixer's podcast is. Good it's called The Fixer's Hideout, and it's at, I believe, off the top of my head, TheFixer.com. That's D-A-F-I-X-E-R dot com. P.S. I asked the wife about heading down to Overland Park to visit with you. When you talked about not having a partner for the show, when you talked about not having a partner for the show, she just chuckled. So probably not. That's what that means. I'm telling you. (laughs) Probably. No, not. (laughs) She barely tolerates the bi-monthly trips to visit a couple of kick butt comic shops there. Yeah. Oh, well, still whispering planet comic con in her ear. Yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah, don't worry about it, Justin. Just I you I'm, an elbow in the ribs. Justin is actually, uh, but good try, Jay, good try. Jay Cargath is skipping the Planet Comic Con this year in May because he wants to go. There's another one in September, I believe, in Kansas City that he went to last year, and he said he had very, he really enjoyed. So he wants to go again this year, and I don't know, maybe I'll try to get out to that one as well. Mm-hmm. Just to meet, All right. just to meet you, yeah, Jay. Take the kids with you. Just to meet you. <laughs> Mm, flicking the bit. All right. Yes, we know. <laughs> this last one also from the board. It's from Justin Hall. The board. The, the board. The board. Stephen and Karen, another great episode. This week, my wife, my wife Rachel, told me the new episode was out, and she wanted to listen to it with me. All right. Generally, it's, Go, it's the other. Yeah. Go, Rachel. <laughs> Generally, it's the other way around. Here are my comments for each section of the show. Oh, I'll my. try to keep it short. <laughs> It sucks that Simon got a crappy toy. I hated that when I was a kid. I have some of my action figures laying around the house somewhere, including a Spidey with 20 points of articulation. What does that mean? That means that, <laughs> like, his elbow, his wrist, you know, oh, 20 different points in his body. Bend. Wow. Yeah. That's okay. He That's continues, cool. if you want, I'll send my old action figures to you guys so Simon can have some quality hero toys. Yay. I've been meaning to get rid of some stuff... <laughs> Some I've been meaning them. to get rid of some of them, but my nephews are not quite old enough to appreciate mm. hair figures. Well, they will be. Yeah. Hold so on to them. Otherwise, I would just jump because right on I that. I love free stuff. And give you our P.O. box. low rent. But if you have nephews. And we ain't yeah. too proud to big. <laughs> if you have nephews that are going to enjoy them someday, hold on to them. On the movie list, Rachel and I will soon be posting our top ten list. Cool. Also, and I also think Judge Dredd is an awesome flick. You're not alone. And I, too, get crap for it. Law. I am the law. I love this man now. Okay. <laughs> I'm losing you. Wildlife in the house. At least it wasn't a bat. Yeah. I had a problem with bats coming into our house when I was a kid. Ooh. <laughs> Amazing. Where did you live, Transylvania? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He lived in that Jumanji house. <laughs> Poor people from Transylvania. <laughs> yeah. Amazing Spider-Man. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Send me hate mail. There's somebody right now from Transylvania listening to our podcast saying, we don't have bats here all the time. (laughs) Yeah, and they're saying it like that. (laughs) Oh, we are so going to be. Amazing Spider. Okay, he continues. Amazing Spider-Man number 539. I, too, was ticked about the inconsistencies. And yes, Aunt May's maiden name is still Riley, and it was not changed. I even have Wikipedia and ComicVine.com to back me up. Also, what's with webbing that sticks around for years? Comic cons, I too can't get to one. I have only ever been to one, and that was Wizard World East 2003. It was so awesome, and I want to go again. 
Reading The Waiting Place. Not only is The Waiting Place written by Sean McKeever, but starting in the second volume, Mike Norton picks up the art duties. That's a definite plus for me. Thought I would mention that as a bonus. And I'm just going to stop and comment on that real quick. The oh, Waiting well, Place. Some, if you say so. It was recommended last that episode. That sounds awfully familiar to me. I don't, it must be something else. The Waiting Place. I don't know, but the library does you know, not have it. Soap opera or something. So, or a, Novel. The, I don't know. What am I thinking of? Tell me what I'm thinking of. I don't know. No, I'm not talking oh. to you. I'm talking to them. Oh, sorry. The waiting place. There's something else that's similar to that. <sighs> we'll figure it out. No, it doesn't matter anyway. It's just those things that get stuck in my head. And <sighs> stay there forever. Anyway, the library <laughs> does not have it, so we probably won't check it out, sadly. Okay. Unless, uh, you know, Sean McKeever, Mike Norton wants to send us a free copy. Wink, wink, nudge us. Voice line, he continues, I wanted to call the voice line a few times, but I couldn't find the number on any of the sites. Ooh. you got to get the number from the show, and sometimes you read the number too fast, Stephen. Oh, well, geez. So, uh, it'll stop, be, it's going to be. Oh, that sounded snarky. Yeah. I apologize. I'm just saying it's not geez. like it's live. <laughs> geez, caddy. Gosh, I apologize. I, I am, where I, that came from? Where'd that come from? Well, Justin, good point. I'm going to start. Adding it back into the show notes. That's good. So That's it, a very – thank you for that side. reminder yeah. or that suggestion. I didn't mean to be snarky. But yeah, I mean, he continues, read it really slow. Yes. He continues, end of show, yes, we always listen to the very end. Oh, thank My you. My wife and I think it's very cute with the kids saying bye-bye, daddy. Oh, we precious. also know how it is like your version of sit, ubu, sit. Cool. Or like Joss Whedon's arg, arg with the paper zombie. It's nice that somebody else gets the sit, yeah. ubu, sit because I haven't seen that in a long time and I guess that kind of dates me. Yeah. Yeah. That Thank is it you. for me, Justin the Kawawuki. You know, and that, that kind of reminds me of, uh, you know, when they talk about the, the bye bye daddy and Simon and what bye makes, bye daddy. makes me think of a little story you just told me earlier. About oh, him Simon. And his, him in his room. I had my tummy ache earlier. And so I was laying down in bed trying to get up the strength and the whatnot to do it tonight, to do the show tonight. And our room is adjacent to Simon's room. Like at our. Old, old house. And we may have The house that was built before hallways were invented, literally, yeah. because. It's one of those that you, it just, you walk around in a circle. Yeah, Every a, room is connected. You I, have to go through one door to get to the next bedroom. It's very inconvenient, yeah. but it's neat. It's like a 110 year old house. And I just want to say real quick, because I've told but people. But not like that, a cool, ooh, yeah. it, it's like, oh, everything's I, I, crap. <laughs> I've, I've told people. But we that, love it. <laughs> well, I've, a bit, blah, blah, blah. I have to say that because your brother's a scene yeah. and your parents own the house. Yes. And if I say No, it's we do. We love the house. We do. Right. But, but um, yeah. I when I tell people the house was built before hallways are invented, people kind of give me a funny. Hey, you're pretty funny. Yeah, like no closets but, either. But hallways. They do now, but I remember watching a program on like the Discovery Channel, mm-hmm, and you know mm-hmm. hallways were invented. People, yeah, houses were built b- without hallways at oh, one point. And and at some point, somebody went, you know what? I'm going to put a little walkway in here. I'm going to separate. So these you don't rooms. have to go through each room to get to another. But anyway, this. But anyway, so our room is uh, there's a door in our room. There's two doors on either side. One that goes into the girls' room, and one that goes into Simon's room. And so I'm laying in bed and Simon's in his room and I'm just trying to doze off to sleep, even though he's in his room with the door open, playing with something. And I hear him start going, just like comic book, just like comic book, just like comic book. And then he goes, bye bye, daddy. Bye bye, daddy. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) he was being. Rana and him and you. I so look forward to the day that he can be on this podcast. Yeah. Because I'm not, you know, I have far-reaching plans for this show. Good job. 
In the next two years or so, there is going to be a segment on this show where the boy and I sit down and talk comics. I, I think so. you could probably get him to do that. All right. So do you want to hear the voicemail? Oh, gosh, yeah. Nah, let's skip it. And thank you to everybody who really says we're doing a good job. Even if I get snarky, I don't mean it. <laughs> that's just, that's just, well, I, think, I don't know who I think, that is. <laughs> I think you're, I think you're doing a good job. Well, I think you're doing if, a good if job. If you're just listening to my recent, you know, half an hour or so ago, the comic book picks of the week, not doing a good job. Well, that's because I kept going blah, 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 blah. Well, and but, I was, that's the serious comic book part of the show that your original listeners want to hear. And I keep throwing my own big mouth into it. So. I'm sorry. I know my place. <laughs> oh, dear. Right here beside you, baby. Yeah. Okay, so let's, let's hear that. Let's hear the voicemail. All right. Hey, Stephen and Karen. This is Kevin um, from Iowa. Just want to check in. I've been gone the last two, three episodes. Um, Karen was talking about People Magazine. That's something that my wife looks forward to. If People Magazine has a subscription, if People Magazine doesn't show up on a Friday, that is a bad Friday at the house. Um, then we have to make sure that it gets there on Saturday. Um, you also mentioned you didn't know what SIP stands for. That's, I think that's Terry Moore's Strangers in Paradise. Um, and that's coming to an end here shortly, but it's a non-superhero um, comic book that might be of some interest. Um, you mentioning Dancing with the Stars on the last episode, and my four-year-old girl just loves Dancing with the Stars. We have to watch the show over and over again. We have to dance the show. And this week, the biggest hit was Joey. Love Joey's number this week. Um, the fat one is pulling through. Um, wanted to bring up a comic that might be enjoyable for some people out there. Um, PS238 by Aaron Williams. Um, he also is known for Nodwick. It's published through Dorkstorm Press. And it's a comic book, um, black and white. Um, it's a, about a school for meta-prodigy children. Um, most of the kids on there are 8 to 10. And um, just a lot of fun stuff. Great humor. So, well, here's your number one stalker. Signing off. Have a great week. Bye. All right. And that was... That was Kevin. 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 How you doing, stalker boy? He's my, he's my stalker. I know. Can't take that kind of stuff seriously. Yeah, well, Abby, my stepdaughter, listened to that earlier, and she was like, stalker, that's kind of creepy. <laughs> it's like, oh, but he, he means it with love and, and uh, admiration, and yeah, it's not creepy, stalker. But anyway, no. hello and thank you. And yeah, the People Magazine, I used to have a subscription, and that was one of the things I gave up. What? Why are you laughing? Well, because I got you that subscription for Christmas. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> I thought I was being slick because I ordered it through Amazon.com. And I also ordered I also ordered a couple other gifts for you. Things that and, you didn't want me to know th- about. Yeah, so. so I had them delivered to my parents' house. Yeah. And because of that, they were delivering the People magazine to my parents' house. Yeah. Every and, week. Yeah. So we're kind of waiting and waiting, and the subscription never shows up. And then one day I'm over at my mom's, and I'm uh-huh. like, I'm like, hey, you get People magazine? We're still waiting on her. She goes, yeah, it just showed up one day. I just, just started like, getting a subscription, yeah. and I'm not going to tell them why yeah. they didn't charge me for it. It's like, uh, that's uh, mine. <laughs> so for six months, I got my People magazine, but I had to wait because it went yeah. to your mom. But yeah, I still pick one up now and then because I do love it. But thankfully, you know, with, with people online, I get most of what I need to know and want to know and pictures and stuff. All my you know, good and, gossip. So. And whereas you can't really to a certain extent relate or get my obsession with comics, mm-hmm. I don't can't relate and get 
your thing with celebrities because <laughs> I mean, well, Please. I love Kevin's movies. Well, right, but, but <laughs> you better watch his movie. I love him. <laughs> but if if you know an issue of People magazine was coming out that was going to show exclusive photos of Kevin Smith taken out his trash, yeah, woo, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't oh, get, please. I don't get that side of it. You know, I don't understand why you. we need to see Madonna going to Burger King. You know. Oh, she would never do that. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying. <laughs> it's like, here are 17 more pictures of Madonna I walking know, and her dog. I feel bad about it because I'm so torn between the, you know, loving it and really just for whatever reason getting into it, you know, just really digging celebrities and who they are That's, in real life and then being the cause for all of the paparazzi that causes them to have such a miserable life. I really... I feel so guilty, and, and yet that's, I want—I I contribute to that, and, I and that's so one of the the problems with the technology of today is because you know back in the you know forties and fifties, you know those movie stars, really the only thing that people really knew about them was watching them on you know the screen, yeah, or and what their publicists put and, out, which yeah. was all phony anyway. And I the mean, only time you, you really know, got to see them in real life, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the only time you got to see them in real life, I guess, if you were watching. You know, the Oscars. Yeah. You know, and, and even then it was probably just a show. They probably, you know, maybe you saw a little red carpet, but yeah. it's not like it is now. No. It's crazy now. They start like I, the red carpet stuff like six hours before the Oscars even start. Yeah, I miss cable for There's that. Coverage on 19 really. different channels. And then for weeks and weeks afterwards, we got to talk about the different dresses that all the. And it's know, the Royal Watch, you know? I, 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 I feel bad I for the. I love that for the, part of it. I feel bad for the female celebrities. We're going to have another royal wedding well, soon. I just know it. And we're a big party at my house. And we'll all get up at 3 a.m. And we'll watch it together. And uh, what's well, like, I can't wait to watch him get married. You know, ultimately, if you're a Harrison Ford or a George Clooney or Brad Pitt and you're nominated for an Oscar, really, when it comes down to it, all you have to worry about is, am I going to win this Oscar? And if I do, what am I going to say? Whereas... The Nicole Kidmans and the Meg Ryans, you know, they also have to worry about what am I going to wear? The men have to worry about what they're going to wear. They can put on a friggin' tux. Exactly. They all do. But, you know. But it, it's okay. You know, you could put on a tux okay. and wear the same tux that the other guys wearing, and that's not a big deal. But, oh, you know, no, they're, I don't they're, think they, they're no, not. No, no, well, no. no, but they're not put under the microscope as much as the female true. celebrities are in that's regards to what they wear. True. That's absolutely true. You know, when when you're watching Entertainment Tonight and they have what that freaking guy is who Gaucho or whatever, what's that dude's name that always says his best is worst dressed? I don't. Know I don't know name. Gaucho. I don't remember that guy's freaking <laughs> name. I don't know uh, what you're talking about, but anyway, he doesn't know celebrities like I do. But no. anyway, yeah, People Magazine rocks. I'd love to have a subscription, but I that's one thing that I don't have. Um, because of finances, but we'll hook you up. I, no, but um, I can get it online, so that's cool. Yeah. And Dancing with the Stars, yeah, tonight, little surprise of Drew Leshay. That was pretty yeah. cool. That was pretty. He danced like he's been dancing every day for he, a year. He, probably, he moved. I, you know, I would if 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 I was offered the opportunity to go on that, and I spent, you know, what it whatever it is, six seven weeks learning how to dance. When it's over. I'd still be dancing, baby. Oh, yeah. I'd be like Kevin Bacon in the barn getting down. That was neat to see him just coming out like that. And yeah. then, of course, Lisa Gibbons was going home tonight. Aww. Yeah. That's too bad. Hey, it wasn't, it wasn't John Ratzenberger. So I was like, yeah. Yay. And, I, and I think that she probably is a better dancer than he is. But 
Um, a lot of people like him. Better. Yeah, he has a wider fan base simply because of uh, whatever reason. She is just beautiful. My gosh. And what did I hear today or yesterday was Joey Fatone's new nickname? What? Obi-Wan Fatoni. Yeah, that's pretty clever. <laughs> Justin Timberlake said that. <laughs> that's pretty clever. Yeah. I like that. And, right. um, geez, I was going to, there was another, um, you didn't, we're not reading that one because you, you overlooked it. It was in regard to my, uh, thread about the taping of 32 where I was feeling so insecure. I think we got a reply that said from somebody who said it would be okay. Maybe even, well, I'm not going to say because I'm not sure. It would be okay for me to take a week off now and then. Because yeah, and- you said in your thread that, you know, there might be uh, every few a couple weeks, times I when might you're just, just not, yeah, not going to be up to I'm it. And maybe me and the boys will have to do our three, yeah. you know, 30 minute a episode. Testosterone filled yeah, kind of episode. Testosterone yeah, the and then I could enjoy my bubble bath, and then yeah. they made the comment that I could then come back and give my review, and I'm assuming that means in regard to Boston Legal, yeah. which I have to admit, I feel like I've become a Boston Legal dropout because I haven't watched a single episode that I've taped. Yeah, but you've been taping them. I've been taping them, taped it tonight as well, and I used to just look forward to it so much. I think it's it's more the... I don't know. Well, it's, something I don't even know if she and she because I can't even remember the characters' names now. Is she showing yet? I don't know. I know. Of course, you don't know. But it's. But I mean, it, I. It's like you not wanting to wait for the trades. You yeah. want to read it as it happens. I want to watch it as it airs, and so I'm gonna have to just sit down and get caught up. It's kind of like, well, maybe not kind of like, but like my view on Monty Python's Flying Circus being played on PBS. Yeah. They play it late at night on Saturday nights, and yes. I'd, I'd like to stay up and watch it, mm-hmm. but I even thought of, well, oh, I'll just tape it tonight. And it's like, what's the point of taping it? I have all the dang episodes on yeah, tape. Yeah, it's the idea of catching it while it's yeah, on and being part yeah. of So I just need to to watch, like, the first episode that we taped where we missed, like, the first 15 minutes of it. I just need to sit down, watch that, and it'll get me all pumped up, and I'll be watching them back to back to back. So I think maybe on bam, Saturday – James Spader. Just saying it. So, um, and Denny Crane. All right, all right. You just blow me off. Yeah, James Spader. Well, you know, well, no, it's just that he's, (laughs) if you've ever seen him in and give an interview, he's just, he's very, um, eccentric, Mm -hmm. you know? And I just, I love that. Um, yeah. I like I like that I dig that man. Right. I, I enjoy that. Okay. And he made that comment about comment uh, Kevin did about SIP sip stages oh, yeah. in paradise. Yeah, and you that might be like, one oh. you'd really like. Um, <clears throat> I think I read an issue or two back in the nineties because it's it's been around for years and years and years. It's it's the it's been uh, you know it's an indie book, so it's the same guy that does it, and he's been doing it for years and years. And I guess it's coming to an end. So maybe I'll try to. Grab some of those trades from the library and let you check them out because they're check 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 it out. You know, I I hear guys who who are really into the Strangers in Paradise, even though it's supposedly supposed to be a a chick book. You know, but it's written by a guy. From what well, I from what guys I know, know so, chicks. Yeah, so that's pretty Strangers cool. And you know what? I did squeeze in a, a bubble bath last. I believe it was Thursday night because you know, and it, I think I had said that I just needed some. Quiet time. Calgon, and we take were you away. definitely okay. So now we get some free stuff from Calgon too. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, yeah. bring it on. Um, we were gonna sit down and watch uh, Grey's Anatomy together, and, and it then was it was a rerun. rerun. Yeah. So I'm like, ah, 
I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go take my bubble bath. And I don't remember what I watched. And this brings up another question. I wear glasses. I'm not totally blind without them, mm-hmm. but they do improve my eyesight, which is uh, the point. And if I'm watching TV, it's, it's a little TV, you know, while I'm in the bathtub, I never know if I should leave my glasses on or take them off. You know, it's yeah. like, it feels kind of goopy to be in the bathtub wearing glasses, but I see the TV better. It's not as though I can't see it at all, but it's sharper and it's more clear. It's kind of sexy. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about that one, Dad. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's a Simon line. I don't know about that one. And now for the view from Norman, Oklahoma, a sometimes weekly segment in which our resident bitter old fanboy pisses and moans regarding the state of the comic book industry or just anything that generally pisses him off. Ladies and gentlemen, Norman, Oklahoma. Yes, I know I've been away for a great long while now, and I know that all you listeners out there have been feeling another hole in your sad, empty little lives because you haven't had a chance to get your little bit of Norman in the past couple weeks. So before people start nailing blocks of wood to their heads in protest of just another fanboy being Normanless, I wanted to get a little something out there for all my loyal fans and try to make your pathetic lives just a little more fulfilling. This week, I want to talk about DC Countdown and the strain it's going to be putting on my wallet. Now just what the heck is DC Comics thinking by putting out another weekly series the week after 52 ends? It's money. Plain and simple. And you know what? Yeah, they're probably going to get my money too. Does look pretty cool. So, my brother was over yesterday. Yeah. David Cabela from the forums. David. And he brought and over his son. his son Jacob. Yo, Jake. And uh he brought over a copy of Escape from New York. Yeah. On DVD. And he told me a little bit of interesting information. I hadn't run across That's this. That's a great movie. Online. He is just it is. so tough. It is. The way he just talks. You call me Snake. <laughs> yeah, he's just awesome. <laughs> but and apparently I need to watch it again with the commentary track, because David said it's just funny because it's just John Carpenter and Kurt Russell, and he says they spent a lot of time just laughing. I guess at the cheesiness of you know. I, I guess if I was Kurt Russell, has at least one of the stars, preferably yeah. two. A lot of times they just have the director, you know, or the producer. Yeah, or... tell you about. We usually a uh, three quarter lens for this shot yeah. with a uh, you know who cares. We I guess like if you're a see, I guess you're... if you're a promising filmmaker, if you're interested in that stuff, that is very interesting. And you but... want to hear some of the the technical stuff, but yeah. you you know we love the celebrities, so that's who we want to see. That's what we want to hear. Yeah, and, and I tell you, if I was Kurt Russell, watching today, myself in Escape from New York, oh, I'd probably be laughing a lot oh, too. I so bet. we'll have to watch that with the comment because he 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 left it. <laughs> but he did. He's he mentioned that apparently they're remaking it. That's what your brother mentioned. Yes. And he and was kind of like, said, Ooh, oh, yeah. No. I think I some think, things just should be left alone. But I, some I agree. Great, I know? agree. But I think they could do a, a really good job. 
Reba McIntyre should have never have remade Fancy because that's just a Bobby Gentry classic. So I just had to say that. All right. Okay, go ahead. Some remakes. Just yeah, should some be left some alone. remakes just should be left. I agree with that. And that um, remake shouldn't be left alone. Originals should be left yeah. alone and not remade. But it could be really impressive. It depends yeah. on who they get. Yeah. Because they could really, you know, because really when you watch it, you know, like for example, he had that uh that big timer. On his <laughs> wrist, and the thing was like almost as big as his Whereas forearm. Whereas now it would be all you know. alias, you know, just a little yeah, thing. And, and at one point, he 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 gets into New York, and the first thing he does, he pulls out this giant walkie-talkie. Yeah. And- <laughs> Unfolds this giant antenna off of it, whereas yeah. you know nowadays he's going to have this little <coughs> teeny tiny oh. cell phone. Sorry, you know, so I, I don't know. I, th- I I think I I would look forward to that. Dust think, on the ceiling fan, still there. Yeah, I think it'd be pretty. Nice. Down as right long as head. as long as Kurt Russell is in it, he could play the guy. Yeah, it shouldn't could, be a remake. It should be a next gen kind of thing. Yeah, you know the next next gen. It it, it shouldn't be the same characters in the same roles. Uh, it should be. An extension of. You have Snake Bliskin. Well, Snake is Bliskin that, Jr. <laughs> it's Wait, his his son snakey. escaped from Kansas City, Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> no. Escape from St. Louis. Speaking of Kansas, Kansas yeah. it snowed. It snowed April. on Saturday. Now, I know a lot of people in the country and the world are still getting snow, but it's it's a rarity. We were having spring on the verge of summer-like weather here, not Oh, so long ago, and now. But the good thing in it, yeah, the good thing is it though is because it started turning into spring. It was warming up. The flowers were budding. The grass yeah. was growing. A lot of people the bugs lost were their... coming out. Yeah, right. And then birds were flying in. <laughs> and then we get a freeze. Yeah. And so that killed off the first crop of bugs. So we might have a, yeah, a nice summer without a lot of bugs. Killed off a lot of tulips, and yeah. there's a couple of orchards in the Simon, area that are Simon, out of business. Simon now. has really been obsessed with tulips lately. Oh, really? Two different times now we've gone into a store and he hmm. wanted me to buy him tulips. <laughs> okay. I don't know why. He just, oh, daddy, tulips. Well, they study spring. They do. One, yeah. one of their subjects, one of them, not subjects, but their theme for the last couple of weeks at school has been spring. So that would probably be why. He's- and this would be an episode that we would, because this would be the week they would have um, switched switched his new sound Secret yeah, sound, we don't usually get school, the list so. until like towards okay. the end of the week. So we miss out yeah. on, yeah, he'll go like almost a whole week without us. And I didn't, he didn't go to school today. No. Because he wasn't, he got a tummy ache. Sore tummy. Spent like the me. Morning, we were sharing something. Spent the morning in bed with his mommy. I loved it. Yeah. Because it was a nice, dark, cloudy, rainy day. So I got to cuddle in bed with my boy. Yeah. It was sweet. Alrighty. Well, I guess that brings us to an end of another already extremely long show. Gee, how time flies! Remember, See, I'm down if, with that. If, if you want to leave your comments <laughs> about the show, you have a few ways to do that. You can email let's, us at. Let's hear about those, Stephen. Let's, let's hear about those, Stephen. Okay, you ready? Here we go. I'm gonna put my one hand up to my ear. Okay. You can email us at just another fanboy at gmail dot com. Put your hand back up. That was cool. They there can't see it. Well, I can. <laughs> You're, Entertain me, boy. You're, you're an odd duck. Entertain me, fanboy. I invite everyone. I Oh, my good Lord. Well, you said odd duck. <laughs> you said odd duck. Well, I, okay. I'm just trying to add a little flair, you know, like it in that movie. The flair. flair. Okay. <laughs> you can call the just another fan. I think she's been getting into my Percocet. You can call the Just Another Fanboy voice line at 1-877-309-8367, extension 212. 
and the number will be in the show notes up at justanotherfanboy.com. I invite every one of you to come to the board and post or at cgspodcast.com slash forum. You'll never be bored at the board. Why are you interrupting? I don't know. Dang, woman. cgspodcast.com slash forum. trying to add the flair like in that movie. And you did it again. I know. Here we go. Ready? cgspodcast.com slash forum followed by the number two. If you go to the message board, you're going to see a list of a lot of different podcasts. It's alphabetical. Just look for Just Another Fanboy. Just Another Fanboy is a proud member of the Comics Podcasts Network. Find it at comicspodcasts.com. You can join me at Comic Space. Dot com, comicspace.com slash just under no, <laughs> just I'm underscore fine. another underscore fanboy. Someone's gotten into the loopy juice. No, I'm just feeling so much better. Okay, you know, just do the whole thing over and I will just step in another room. Yeah, it's too late. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I also invite you to go to iTunes and leave an iTunes music review for the show. That really helps. Ex- yeah. It gets the show exposure. <laughs> I can't. No matter what I do, I can't shut up. Uh, I'm talking and I can't shut up. You can I ask that word. Ask the fanboys. <laughs> I need to take my brittle in. <laughs> yeah. Breathe in through your nose. Exhale through your mouth. You know, there was also oh. something I was going to mention. And now <laughs> with all your chicanery, oh. I can't remember what it was because I didn't put it in my notes. Okay. Think. Did you give the phone number? Yes. Okay. I mean, I'm so, I'm not sorry for anything. You asked me to join this thing. You get what you get. Send your complaints to just another fanboy at gmail.com. Steven, I'm going to get my own. You're going to get your own. I'm going to get my own. For, gonna, it's going to be not called, my own podcast, oh, my own. Your own email. Yeah. We that should. Thing. Yeah, that thing. That thing. That thing you do with the, oh, boy. the own eaters. You're an own eater. I had something I was going to say. And okay. Now well, just, just think about it. Get all zen. Come on. Yeah, okay. It didn't Was happen. it in regard to me? <laughs> <laughs> no. Let me look over my notes real quick because when I was looking at it. La, 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 No, I talked about that. <laughs> talked about that. Oh, well. Okay. How sorry do you really want me to be? The theme song for this show is Comic Book by the Super Spies. Find it in information about the band at garageband.com. Are you mad at me? No. Are you sure? I'm sure. I'm sure. I can't tell. <laughs> Please don't be mad at me. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, now I'm mad at you. <laughs> the rest of the music is from the Podshow Podsafe Music Network at music.podshow.com. That's it. You got anything else? No. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. There was something I wanted to say. That <laughs> drives me crazy. I'm going to wake up at like... Three in the morning. <laughs> We're going to wake up gonna, the babies. I'm just oh, going to sit up in bed and be like, bacon. Uh, bacon. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I have no response to that. So that's it. That's it. That's our show. We love you. <laughs> okay. Okay. So until next week, I'm Steven. And I'm Karen. And I'm just another fanboy. And I'm Full of flair. You're fabulous. <laughs> fabulous. <sighs> I love you. I love you too. Give me a kiss. Mwah.
Bye bye, Daddy. Bye bye, Daddy. Good job. <laughs> Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion One Hundred and Fifty. Then. Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See betmgm.com for terms. Twenty-one plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington D.C.